We're excited to be back on another Wednesday night for us. Maybe tuning in on Thursday, Friday, whenever. It's a good time to have a conversation with friends. We got Kevin in the building as always. And our first three-peat guest, Jamie, is back in the building. You've heard his voice several times. Now you're putting a, a face to the hello, hello. A face to the uh, a face to the voice. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, so we're definitely excited to ch- sit here, chit chat, and have some fun tonight, uh, relaxing. Hopefully, everybody's staying safe out there. Uh, wish the best for everybody's loved ones with this COVID thing. New norms are coming, and we all know this. So it's a good it's it's a good thing, man. We could all slow down a little bit with life. Looking forward to moving forward in the right way and uh, and just getting it in, man. And you know when you're moving forward on the bike path or on a trail and you're enjoying the outdoors, there's nothing quite like that. W-O-A-M-E-E-T dot com. That's Wild Outdoor Adventures. It's where you go. It's an online community. They have um, – you, you could join at no charge so you can see everything that they're doing. And they have plenty of activities as well. That you could do at no charge, which is, you know, just a simple hike. And they are practicing social distancing as well. Um, and then there's other events like canoeing, whitewater rafting, things of that nature. There is an extra expense in there. But it's a great way to see what's happening in Colorado. Get with vets that have been on the trails before and, and go out there and see the world. Go out and see this beautiful state of Colorado. It really is. It's a terrific program. That's Wild Outdoor Adventures over at W-O-A-M-E-E-T dot com. It's free to sign up, and these guys have your outdoor interests in need. Here we come. The social distancing still in place, but the quarantine has been lifted, so you guys need to get outdoors. W-O-A is ready to rip. Tater chip. Head on over. Sign up for free. Hope for teens. Hope for veterans. Hope for the singles. These guys cover it all. Mm-hmm. Looking to get every and anybody outdoors. You know, everybody's at home right now. They need to get outdoors. Art. Absolutely. Do a little bit of white water rafting, a little canoeing. They do have a backpacking trip coming up here in July, so be sure to take advantage of that. Um, I think we should try to attend something this summer if we can. Oh, you we, know, get we, out there. We, we definitely on, should get out there on you know on the trails and, and do a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So most important thing is it's free to sign up, guys, and ninety percent of what they offer will be completely free unless there's overnight expenses. You yeah. know, initiation fees for, for equipment and things like that. For the most part, this is a free service offered to people here in Colorado. And the other thing that's great about WOA is they offer an online blogging community. Mm-hmm. So if you get on there and you want to talk about a new gun you just bought or you want to talk about a new backpack or, yeah. hey, check out this or, trail. Or some, yeah, some trail that you found out there. Uh, it's an easy-to-use website. Um, they've invested a lot of time to, to make it right. Um, check out the YouTube video that's on, on there on their homepage. It, it kind of explains their more their moral standing and, and who they are as a company. And and we, we love WOA. I mean, Wild Outdoor Adventures, man. It's 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 something that I stand behind and believe in. I take walks um, during my afternoon break during work because I'm inside working all day. It's nice to just even see the trees in the neighborhood. It kind of gives me a little relaxation, rejuvenation. And that's what getting out into the, the outdoors will get for you. Absolutely. Everyone needs to get outdoors, get a breath of fresh air. It's time. WA is ready to rip for you. Follow them on social media. Sign up for free, guys. That's less dreaming and more exploring. Mm-hmm. And as always, Discussion Combustion is brought to you by Mountain Made CBD. Head on over to mountainmade.life to stock up on all your crystal clear CBD products, offering the build, boost, recover, and the full-spectrum puff, mm-hmm. smokable CBD flower. Absolutely. It's a great company, and they are doing Memorial Day special. So as of right now, if you do your online order, you spend $30, you're going to get $5 off. You spend $60, you're going to get $12 off. And if you spend $120, then you will get $27 off your purchase. Um, 
uh, honestly, I I took a couple boosts before I got uh, we started recording today. I mean, I think everyone knows that's that's kind of my favorite product in the in the line. I know you like the recovery, love it, but the build's also a, a very strong one as well. You know, you got your fifty milligram tablet. Um, these things are designed to maximize CBD and and you know you're taking you're not doing a tincture. It's 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 crystal clear. You know, they got the Mountain Made Mob. They got you know athletes that that rep them and, and do all these crazy things. And, you know, you could use this instead of an aspirin, you know, there's all these different benefits to CBD and mountain made is a company that has your interest in mind. You know, they've had opportunities to cut costs by getting cheaper ingredients and they decided to not do that. So you're dealing with a company that in this new industry of CBD is really doing it right. And, and, and doing it in a way that, that has everybody's needs in mind. And if there's something, anything negative you have to say about the company, the, the CEO wants to hear that. You know, he's completely open to to all of the feedback, positive and negative. That's true. Mike Patcher really does run a great company over there. Always open to the criticism, negative, positive, what have you. These guys are constantly trying to innovate. We're stoked to be partnered up with them. This has been a great year for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great product you can get behind us. It's crystal clear CBD products, guys, designed to fuel an activated lifestyle. Athletes. You know, brand ambassadors, what have you, mm. people abroad, you know, dispensaries in any state, if any you guys, state. If you guys are looking to have CBD product on your shelf, mountainmade.life is where you want to go to do an inquiry, you know, check them out. If you're interested, send an email out. This is going to be a great product to have on your shelf. You betcha. They're shipping nationwide. You know, as we've talked about mm -hmm. from, you know, San Jose all the way up to Bangor, Maine, they're covering it, man. Coast to coast. So get get on there, head over to mountainmade.life, check out what they got going on, and stock up on your build, boost, recover, and your puff. Check out some of that hashtag go like hell merchandise while you're over there. Follow them on all social media platforms. Workout plans. We're all sitting at home. They got workout plans. I think that uh, we're probably in, in need of that. You know, I think we, I know I'm in need of that. Yeah, you're looking a little bit thick over I, there. I wore this shirt He's intentionally. In that thick club. Intentionally just so I could uh you know give me some some wrinkles in, in the shirt to kind of cover, cover the wrinkles and when can I talk? Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. So, so everybody, we got Jamie in the building, but of course, Mountain Made Dot Life. Check him out, stock up, guys. And Jamie is in the building, feeling anxious over there, are we? Yeah, he's back, man. Uh, you know, real quick, I just want to say there, there, this podcast wouldn't be possible without, without Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, uh, the support that he's given us for Discussion Combustion every week, week in and week out, taking the studio space, um, cheap rent, guys. We pay him in a bottle of whiskey each month. One of my my greatest friends, my brother, and my family, family Beyond mm -hmm. Blood. Jamie Rorick's back, guys, from the Ridge Runners. You guys know him. This is his third time back on the show. Welcome back, brother. Well, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm proud of you guys. I mean, look at you guys. I mean, like I said before, you guys start on a cell phone, and then you come down to the basement, you get all this stuff, and now we're on camera. Yeah. It's been, it's so, been, yeah. Here we go. You, you've been, you've been right there with us, man, since day one. I mean, we start, episode one was on a camera, right? On the cell phone camera. Cell phone, yeah. And episode two we did from my apartment, also on the cell phone. Episode yeah. three was right over there on your on your computer here that we recorded a lot of the. Uh, well, that was that was our stuff. That was our stuff. We we yeah. all invested in that. Stuff. Sure, that was our stuff. You know, and we'd we'd always talked about going back to the Ridge days where we got the Ridge Runners name, how we all met. You know, everybody here about doing. We should have done a podcast then. You know, we all talk about. Well, we've always said if we would, if we would have had like cameras six years ago, mm -hmm. seven years ago. In 469, I mean, it would have been the greatest reality show ever. I, I would have to agree with yeah. that. I mean, the shit that we went yeah. through, you know, the fact that, first of all, the cops were never called, ever. Which is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. They weren't, actually. They weren't. You know, I was trying to think of that one time 
But that never happened there. Never, never, happened. never, never, never a, a noise complaint. Never. <clears throat> no, I, I did have a noise complaint though, because we were so. Just so everybody knows, we're, we're kind of reminiscing on, on how we all met. Like we, we have this group of friends that that we've all met like about over twelve years ago or something like that. Yeah. In a uh, apartment complex, and and so we're kind of reminiscing on that. And um, I, I was uh, in this uh, on the second floor. It was a two story apparent. And everyone was raging in that apartment. We were throwing the football around. It had had to been like eleven thirty or after twelve, and um, the downstairs neighbor definitely came up knocking on the door. And and I open up the door. We're all having fun. I have the football in hand. I'm like I'm like, hey, what's going? And he's like, can, can you guys please keep it down? Can you please keep it down? And and I always remember that. So so a neighbor talked to us, but never the cops. No, never the cops. Yeah, only you know local complaints. Yeah, from from the other residents. But yeah, I never once when because I, I lived in two apartments there. The right. first apartment was a nightmare. Oh yeah, yeah. The first nightmare. I mean, that was a fucking nightmare. Right. But the second apartment, never one, and that's where all the madness happened because that's when I met all you guys. Mm. By the time we got into the second apartment, but yeah, never once you falling off the balcony. Oh man. You know, that Mr. Was, that Mr. Was, Boardman taking seven minutes to pee off the balcony. Yeah, never once. Good times, man. A lot of memories there. I mean, honestly, when we look at how going back to where the Ridge Runners got their name and how all of us kind of met, you know, I was at a point where I was 19, 20, 21 going into mm. those party years. The guys that I met, you know, Mark, Jamie, these guys all had kids young. So they didn't, really, they didn't really get to live out their 20s and early 30s. And then I came along and we got to experience all that together. And we're, the apartments we all met at, you know, here in Aurora, Colorado, was basically like a fraternity. I felt kind like, of, yeah. yeah, no, no, it was, you know, it was yeah. definitely the college years for all of us. And instead of like going to college, we all just went to like four sixty nine and did everything. Well, because there was at least like six of us, and at one point, anyone was always had their door open. Like, of course, we all closed our doors at some point because we needed that little me time. Sure, but it, you know, there was always one yeah, door but open. When Kevin closes his door. Yeah, that door's closed. I mean. Well, also, he was not messing around when he came home from work. And we're like, "What's we know Kevin's home?" And you went and knocked. You called him. And you didn't answer. Like, "Well, let's go over there." You knocked on the door. It wasn't always a. Pleasant. He's like, "Nah, not yet." No, no. This is, was, this is like give him forty five yeah. minutes, maybe. I, I know we can cuss on this show, yeah. but I don't know if we can cuss that much. <laughs> I used to. I mean, our listeners know I, I've struggled with with anger and and you know some of that stuff through the years. So I used to be a little bit aggressive towards the ones I loved the most, and. uh you know, I always I tell the story to a lot of people because I know, but you slammed the door. No, I don't do that anymore <laughs> as much. You know, as much. Uh, I always tell the sometimes story, the though. wind catches it. What are you talking the about? Catch, the wind didn't catch it. The bro. It didn't catch. I got I got to get it out. Get that energy out. You know. But I've gotten better in my older age. But I always tell that story. He had like a button-up professional shirt, and he came with his wife beater underneath it. And he was like, "Are you guys fucking with me?" And we we're like, "Hey, dude, we just want to see if you hung out." And he goes, "I'm sleeping." and the door closed we're like all right well you don't want to hang out i, I do bring up that story a lot because i feel like it really did traumatize was i, was I there that day no i think it was that him was and me Boardman. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, me I and wasn't matt there like yeah. i'm i'm trying to picture this this because yeah i never bothered kevin that much uh as far as like yeah no yeah so this is new well, this is new to me well was an, old nugget, story? an old nugget from the past you never heard the story this this traumatized it was, you. it was he, kind he of an atmosphere it. it was an atmosphere when we were all hanging out doing that whole thing it was like from it started thursday night because we knew friday night was coming then when friday night happened it happened until monday night you know and you know it was like it was thursday night you know we we all got mm. home you know we knew when batstone got home we we're like what's what's party 
we called and called, no answer. Like we know he's home. His, his truck's right there. Yeah. So we went over there. Hide yeah. from us, Kevin. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't pleased that we called his bluff. He wasn't pleased. Yeah. Yeah. It's. 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 He probably didn't sleep much the night before. You know, it's probably one of those days where you're tired all day at work. I like, needed a nap. Uh, well, I think you were traveling at work. Then. That's best back when I was yeah. on the road. Yeah. yeah. But I still remember. I, I do remember that day very vividly, and I remember feeling pretty bad about it about three, four hours later. So <laughs> Yeah, I, he showed up. He I, definitely showed up. Oh, yeah. We ended up doing some whiskey shots. We took a door off the closet and played <laughs> beer pong. We did what we did. Yeah. You know, those were some good times. That's because you gave away the beer pong table. No, it got broke. It got, well. Didn't it? Didn't I don't someone know. bust it? Yeah, I think you let somebody borrow it. It was a professional beer pong table. It had like the whole symbol of the hand. Yeah. Shooting the beer, the the little ping pong ball and stuff. That was a weekend routine back back in the Ridge days. But Mr. Ra, nobody could beat your brother. God damn it. Eric is good. And when Eric was showing up, everybody was like... Yeah, when Eric Let's would show up, people God wanted like, to play. I, I, I would want, always I want try him to play on, my on the team. opposite team of Eric because I always want to beat my brother ever since I was a little you kid. You couldn't. You couldn't. There was once or twice. I think I beat I, Eric maybe I, three I, times I out of 100. Dude, I could be – Eric could be at your apartment, Kevin, and we knew where we lived. Yeah. And he would still win. He could throw the fucking ball from your apartment and still win. Eric was – Eric is probably the best beer pong is he still a player? I bet you he is. Well, I don't know. So we haven't played. We haven't played in a long, long time. But when him and I teamed up in a tournament, I think. It was oh like, yeah, you guys went for a while. We played a little bit. We played at Fanugis in in Parker, Colorado. Uh, shout out to them. Give them some local support. Yeah. Um, you know, we went down there and we did pretty good. But but Eric got a little bit sideways, and when Eric gets sideways, <laughs> he's much better when he's in his comfort zone. Yeah. But I do remember you having to tell you and Eric to go outside of fucking four sixty nine because you guys got. I was like, no, no, no. Eric guys and I? Gotta, yeah. We got into it? Yeah. You oh, guys yeah. got to go outside. And there, you know how they had the little four-year things, you know? Yeah. They had to go out there and discuss what the real world rules were <laughs> to beer pong. Oh. I, I definitely why, why was that a <laughs> private conversation? Don't you think Well, because I, I didn't want any altercation. The only altercation that was ever in 469 is when Borden and you were like, I thought you were slap boxing, and he like totally like wound up and hit you. Yeah, and broke and, a jaw. And so this years was coming. And, and yeah, put, years after, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this that was, was the only altercation that ever happened. Was was that night. Yeah. And we've talked about this instance before. I mean, yeah. 2011, 2012, New Year's, I believe it was. 11 into 12. We're in 2020, and I'm going in on June 2nd for additional <laughs> dental work to that situation. But it's because the, the first time I wasn't done quite right, right? The, well, so the first time, when, when I got popped in the mouth, and, and to be clear, Matt Borman was a great friend of mine. Yes. Rest in peace. Great uh, man. We, He's a great man. We lost him in 2017. Yeah, but I think he was pretty new to me. He was. He was, yeah. I think that was like literally the first week I knew him. Because as soon as that happened, I told him to leave. Right. Because I really didn't know him. And then, Arthur, you called me the next day and you were like, what the fuck happened? Like, you were <laughs> mad at me because I, I'm like, dude. No, I was just looking to you for answers, man. I know, but I mean, yeah. you came on really strong and I was like, I don't I don't know. I thought we were just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I, I can it, see me. Be, sometimes I get a little serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Art, yeah. He, uh, cause I remember telling him the situation. You were all fired up, man. You were ready to defend me hundred percent. Well, because, uh, you know, I, I love Matt Boardman. He was always a friend of my older brother growing up and, and I knew him before you knew him and before you sure. knew him. And, um, 
You know, he he was a wild guy from the from the UK. No, uh, he was from Ireland, right? No, he was England, from uh, okay. no, no, he's from Manchester, England. Yeah, oh England, well, yeah. damn, it shows you what I know. It seemed like he was from like he was straight Irish. No, like, like no. how how he acted, I felt like he was just wild. He was a wild man yeah. for sure. Great great friend of mine. It was a tough loss that we all went through three years ago. With that, Kevin but, uh, Kevin and I were just talking about it earlier before all this happened, but you know, yeah, Matt Matt will have a memory in everybody's brain for a long time because. He was, he was a beautiful his human being. His his laugh, yeah. His laugh, that whole it was almost it sound almost sounded fake. Yeah. But when somebody laughs and they sweat, you know it's real. <laughs> and when he would laugh really hard, he would sweat. He would turn really wet and, and sweat. Yeah, he so, would. So so they used to go down uh, my older brother Eric and uh, and Matt Matt B used to go downtown and like shoot uh, uh skating videos like um like skateboarding videos. And and there were some cool pictures that Eric took of Matt down there. There were some good ones. I always remember that growing up because I was like, you know, young, uh, impressionable. Sure. And I was like, man, these guys are six years older than me. Look at the cool stuff they're doing, you know? Like just being completely like, oh, man, that's that's the click right there, you know? Yeah, well, when Boardman came onto the to the scene in the Ridge, because um, he kind of came in a little bit later. You know, we had our original crew. We all met. First person I met when I moved to Colorado outside of the roommate I was with was your brother Eric. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's how that story goes. And from Eric, I met Mark, our old producer, and you, and then Jamie. And I remember the first time I met our guest here, Mr. Roerick, my, my, my brother, was in a beer pong tournament in my apartment. Used to, do you remember that? Do you remember yeah, that first yeah. night you came over? Yeah. It's a wash for me, guys. There's all these nice I know, I know. Eric, it Sorry all kind of there. seems to kind of the same. Yeah. But, I mean, that, yeah, okay, there's a vague memory. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's... I'm, I'm just yeah. being honest. Sometimes, yeah. like, they just all... I'm like, is that the night that we met? Because, like, we had so many nights. Like There was a lot of nights. Sorry to interrupt your story. Because I, I, no, no. I want to say the first time I met you, Arthur, was at the pool. Was at the pool? Yeah. Was, I, I, did, was I, I had no. I had no idea that you were Eric's brother. Was I working there at the time, or...? I don't... I, I think Eric was working there. Hmm. Eric and Mark were working there at the time, you know, I, I feel like when we all met. And that's kind of because those guys would have to walk by my apartment to get home. And that's how I kind of started interacting with them. That's how we all became bros. Hmm. And then one thing led to the next. We're and partying. the first time I met Matt, because Matt came back for wherever Matt was at before I met him. And he was staying with Mark. Yes. And I used to just go to Mark's house and just walk in the door. Yeah. And Matt was sitting on the couch and I just walked in. And I was like, Mark, what are you doing? And Matt... Like stood up like he was gonna kill me. He's like, who? He's like, who the, the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's, I mean, that's yeah. how we kind of did it yeah. back then. Yeah. Though, yeah, Everyone just walked in. It was an open door policy kind of thing. Um, there was probably times where that's because we were all paranoid. If somebody knocked on the door, the doorbell rang. We thought, oh fuck, it's got to be the cops. It's got to be. Yeah, they're shutting us down, yeah. or so, a neighbor, or somebody. So I mean, it's it's, it's good to reminisce and everything, <clears throat> but you know, to kind of jump into current circumstances and events, you know, like. Um, what is going like how because because you do water treatment you've opened up on that in the past explained how how you know you put in the, the right amount of chemicals and everything so like how has your industry been affected right now like how are you affected by by this whole pandemic i honestly have it yeah to be honest with you because with traffic being lighter a lot of the districts and everything <clears throat> want you to go into the roads right now and get stuff done like we just did a big project three weeks ago on Arapahoe Road, mm-hmm. which is basically a state highway, which is DOT yeah. stuff. And they let us leave the road closed to one lane overnight. And if it was, you know, four months ago, it's unheard of. Really? 
Yeah. So, I mean, so probably more work is getting done then right now. We're, we're really busy right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some I had to request yeah. time off to do this. Oh. Because I'm always on call. Well, Not that yeah. I had to request time off, You're but like, I'm no like, I can't work. Yeah, yeah, I can't work past five. Yeah. But I'll be available about 10 because I know how we are. Sure. Yeah. I was like, I'll be available around 10. So you took that five-hour window to come on to Jeez. discuss combustion. Well, we appreciate that, man. Well, I love you guys. It's good I'm, to have I'm you here. Proud of you guys. It's good to have you here. Like I said, this Absolutely. is this is the, the crew right here. I mean, and that's why it's important to have Jamie on. You know, this is he's been such his a foundation. Like he he's the most behind behind the curtain foundation that there is in this because hands down. Like when we first moved off the cell phone, like we kind of mentioned, it was on his computer on the software that y'all got for the Ridge Runners. You know, it was you know his space. Like you know, if it wasn't for this, it wouldn't be what it is right now. Totally. You know, so totally thankful for it. And and I'm I'm grateful too that, you know, we kind of slowed it down a little bit to to kind of ease the burden to the hospitals. But it's never it, been a burden. It, it, it feels good though to be to be back in here. So so I'm talking about the COVID bur- burden to the hospitals because we, we're trying to play our part, like social distancing. So we left for a little bit. And it, fe- it feels good to be back, man. And, it does. And, and it's appropriate I'm glad to have you guys back. It's really... appropriate for you to be the first guest for sure. So since we're talking about the COVID-19 thing, I mean, I want to say something, you know, Kelly's in the background. We both have boys that graduated this year. Yeah. In 2020. It's outstanding. Let's give them a round of applause. Yeah. Huh? I mean, yeah. I mean, Congrats I mean, those guys, I mean, tomorrow, I mean, both of our boys went to Eagle Crest and. So they get to march in the parade. Yeah. I mean, they get a parade. They didn't get the same stuff that you and I got when yeah. we got, you know, they get to like drive in their cars and have a parade, you know, so. That's still pretty cool though. Yeah. I mean, they get to do something, but doing, you yeah. know, and I, I've talked to, you know, my kid Austin, you know, and you know, he, he's been, you know, and Austin doesn't well, get emotional. Well, I hope you talk to your kid. Well, of course. You know. <laughs> You know, and I've talked to him. He, he's been kind of emotional about, you know, his graduation. You know, you know we went yeah. and bought cap and gowns months ago and. You know, he's been a good student, you know, he did, and they don't get the same stuff. So I'm going to give it up to all the 2020 kids out yeah. there that don't oh, yeah. get the same things where they can go out with their friends and exchange numbers and figure out what everybody's doing. You know, I mean, that is true. It's it, it's a tough year. I mean, it would it'd be tough to graduate in this year because these guys didn't get, you know, experience prom, mm-hmm. you know, prom is canceled. Obviously, they don't get to walk down with their, their cap and gown and receive their diploma. I mean, a lot of these did. kids do like summer programs and football yeah. and it's not you know, it's, it's not, not going to happen. You yeah, know? It's not, yeah, it's not happening this year, yeah. guys. Um, well, Waterworld just announced that they're not opening at all yeah. in 2020. So Waterworld is a big water park here in Denver. I've actually never even been, but I've heard a lot of great things. I heard it's a great water park. They're not even opening. Really? So I know Lockheed uh, Martin is, is probably going until February 2021 as far as people who can can work from home will work from home until that date. I mean, if you think about it, you know, one of the major defense companies, contracted defense companies, if they're, if that's how they're projecting it and seeing it, you know, it's it's really, it's it's just, it's just different. It's a new norm that is, I, I'm kind of used to it. I kind of enjoy it. I, I like how it's slowed down. I, I do enjoy working from home. You know, you know, there's less pressure, less stress of, of traveling to the office. So there's a lot of benefits for, for many people, but for a lot of people, you know, it's it's more difficult. You know, with the unemployment, and you know, if you're a bartender or something out there, like, yeah, there's 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 a lot of people out there right struggling right now. Like, so how do they get back on their yeah. feet? Like, if there's if that job doesn't come back around for over like six more months, it's going to be interesting. I know Texas, I think, is one of the first states. Um, Not Texas, Te- Tejas, buddy. Yeah, good I mean, old Tejas, freedom. 
Let freedom ring. I have a hard time believing Texas would start anything. Yeah. So they're they're going to be well, one. They, of the start, fir- they started the, the <laughs> win of the Alamo. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're so they're talking about Friday. What's today? Today's the twenty. So Friday the twenty second. So here in two days we're recording on Wednesday the twentieth. Okay. Um, they're going to be opening up bars again for people to social distance and enjoy a beer. Well, so I was my- talking to my sister, and not to interrupt you, but no, I was talking good. to my sister, and I'm from North Dakota. Um, she's already mo- went to a bar. They, really? Already, yeah. In, they, in, in your hometown, Minokin, or is she in uh, Bismarck? Bismarck. 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 Okay. She's went to a pub and actually had cocktails with friends. So, really? So yeah. how's that going to work? Like, I've, I've heard, maybe you said this on the phone or something, but, like, I, I didn't listen to the news. Somebody told me this, um, that they're going to, like, maybe try to put, like, mannequins in to, like, make it. Uh, it was Meredith who told me this, my girl, um, that, like, maybe they'll use mannequins to make it seem like it's more normal, but... That way that, that there is that separation. So like a mannequin every other seat or something or, or like, you, you know, what, what do you do? I think what you do is the bars are going to open. The only way they can do it is to put a bar stool six feet apart. I mean, you and I are about, we're close to six feet. It's about, it's about I mean, six feet. Yeah. You know, so. What would you say here? Yeah, put, yeah, put it up. Watch the roll in though. Yeah. I mean, probably about, we're about maybe five feet. Yeah. We're a little less than six. But I mean, the point being is if you social distance enough in the bars, you know, you can still reach across and cheers your mate. You know, but, but but then you're sharing well, isn't where you whole, put your mouth. No, no, no. You, you cheers like this. Oh, yeah. Bottom. Wasn't wasn't oh, that no, the whole thing at oh, one time? One for the homies. Like, <laughs> you know, an arm distance away. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to be the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a trial and error process, I feel like. So we'll see how Texas does on Friday. You know, because I, I haven't heard anything on when Colorado is talking about doing, you know, bar openings again. Uh, curb, it, restaurants are opening and they're allowing you to eat outside of their establishments. My understanding, you can sit at the picnic tables and shit. I have went to uh, Lulu's. Where's that? Watkins. Watkins. Oh, that's right. Shout you, out. Yeah. You texted me when I was yeah. out. Yeah. We took the bikes out and we went for a cruise, you know, the last, you know, two times. And they will serve you beer and food or, you know, whatever kind of cocktail you want, you know, through the window, but they'll let yeah. you sit in the parking lot. That's cool. Yeah. So, so okay, yeah, because you sent me a text. Uh, I was out shooting the AR-15 on Sunday, and you sent me a text. You had a Heineken in your smokes on your bike. Yeah. And I'm like, well, well, what you, are you doing? Well, I thought you brought that with. But yeah. no, well, no, so, you said this is America. Well, I said this is freedom. Yeah, freedom. That way, that's what freedom. Yeah, freedom. So you know, freedom isn't free, right? So I put my Heineken on my motorcycle, which you know, and I was like, this is freedom. That's, that's freedom, me. though. Yeah, that is freedom. But, I mean, you're just chilling there eating, though. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't yeah. getting there. I wasn't going there to get wasted. Yeah, but no, you're taking. You know, I mean, I think people are getting tired of sitting at home. They are, yes, you know, because we are Americans, you know, and we're all very uh, entitled, I guess, if that's the right we, word. We are, and you know, we 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 want to go places. You know, we don't want anybody telling us we can't do something. That's true. That is very true, especially right. with Americans. Right. I mean, it, it's you know, we've been put in a position to where. I don't know if on the news today it broke that a guy walked into Waffle House. I don't know if it was Capitol Hill, but it was somewhere in the Denver area. Right. We might have to check the news story on this. A guy walked in there, and one of the cooks behind the line, which we all know Waffle House, you sit there, yeah. and you watch your Start greasy, there. delicious grub being cooked. I love Waffle House. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't wearing a mask, and this guy got upset and shot him. Wait, wait. What? The cook yep. wasn't wearing a mask? Correct. And so the... The, the patron. The, the, yeah. the patron, you know, the... Uh, shot the cook. Shot the cook. He didn't kill him. For not but, wearing a mask. Correct. And he was charged with attempted first-degree murder. This this was a news story that broke shortly ago here in Denver. So if you look that up, you will see that. Um, well, that person doesn't know what's going on. Because obviously, if you shoot him and then his blood goes all over the place, like, that's going to cause a bigger issue. 
Well, I, don't, I, don't, right? I don't know if it's that, but it's just... I mean, it's just like... It's, it's the why? whole thing of, like... I don't understand where people are... Co- I mean, I don't think it's... That. How many people buy, uh, die from the normal flu every day? Well, I or think- every year in... Or a common cold, you know? You know, the COVID-19 thing is part of the... Uh, what was it? SARS or whatever? Yeah. The, the severe acute respiratory yeah. syndrome, yeah. which yeah. was real big. It's, in the- it's, it's, a, it's bacteria or whatever from that. It's it was a mutation. Yeah, it's 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 new, but it's really not that new. Well, it's, sure. it's just a new strain. It's a new yeah. strain. it confuses well, the the defenses of the body in a new way. It, it, it the the little things like the little spores coming out that replicates a protein, and and so like that's we need proteins in our lungs and things like that to be able to function. And so that's how how it disguises its way in is by looking like a protein. And again, I don't I don't want to like you know ruin a good vibe of the show or anything and debate about what everybody's beliefs or not. But I have a belief that if we all just go out there and we live in a society with a new virus, yeah, we all need to go out there. It's like chicken bucks. Just go out there and get it. Well, so, so and I, then I can agree with that. But the the whole reasoning behind the the stay at home thing is to slow down. That process because the, the hospitals did not have the equipment, respirator, respirators, or the face masks, or the face. I still think that's. I think I still think that's a small percentage of people. So I don't know, but it's, so it still needs to go through the public. I completely agree with you, but I also agree with the quarantining because that slowed everything down enough for the hospitals to get prepared, to get caught up. Yeah, yeah, to deal with the amount of people that are coming in with this. Because I agree. Like, what are we supposed to do? Just hang out in our houses for the rest of our life? Like, no, like, so even over the last month, like, uh, I'll, I'll just be a little bit more risky than I was for those first two months, you know, because I just remember being a kid and in my generation, you know, I was born in 73, my generation, when my sister got chicken pox, which was normal. The first thing my mom did was send her in to the boys' room so we could all could get it. So we'd just get over it. Really? And then, yeah. And then your immune system, you know. And you're never going to get it again. I'm not sure. saying that's the same thing. I, I think everything's new with what's going on. Mm. But I think the more that we're uh, brought into, the more or exposed to, the more that yeah. I mean, I mean the you know, human the body more should do that. Yeah, and it's that's what the human body do does. It evolves. The human body evolves to whatever. Mm. I mean, we're a crazy, crazy machine. I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah, you know. We're a crazy machine. We will evolve and get over this thing. We don't yes. need, we don't need crazy vaccine. I mean, okay. Now when I say that, see, now I, we talked about the soapbox. L- let's go down yeah. the rabbit hole. I'm, I'm just Follow saying, you know, rabbit. of course, there's always that, 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 that percentage of people that, you know, like I have dear friends that have, you know, you know, wives, kids, and all that stuff that have like, you know, respiratory problems. Yeah, I'm not saying give those people that problem. But I think those are the people that need to like really watch themselves. Yeah. So, you know? so being a smoker, because I know I know you smoke tobacco. I smoke marijuana. Like, do you feel like we're at higher risk? No, I think we're less. Italy just put a thing out. Look it up. <clears throat> Italy just put a test. Smokers are less likely to get the virus because the virus can't hook to their lungs. But but so that study that was that was conducted. Do you, do you know the data on how many people were tested on that? No, I don't. Cuz it was always, just something somebody told me. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. That's always one of those so things. It's grapevine information right now. Yeah. But I that could 
it kind of it, it could be possible. Sense. The, yeah. the thing about the this COVID damage shit and they can't attach. Is it so inconsistent? You know, it affects everybody differently. There's there's mm. people saying if you have diabetes, if you're a smoker, if you're overweight, if you're a drinker, all these things, and it's like it's it's inconsistent with people across the board. It, there's no collective data yet to say this is if you're this person or that person, you're going to have these side effects from it. This this coronavirus, you know, what it started as, which don't forget, if you looked at the back of a Lysol white thing, it said on the back kills human coronavirus, right? But then what they were saying was COVID-19 was a mutation of the human coronavirus. It's something that mutated to whatever the hell it is now. And the fear is that this thing is going to get stronger. You know, the fall of 2020 is going to be gnarly and then so on and so forth. So I'm in the position of saying this thing has to take its course through the human population. And the, the, the problem is, is oh, yeah. that we are weakening our immune systems. Yes, I am applying hand sanitizer. I mean, I mean we've touched on that. I mean, we got to try to protect. But I've also well. heard that you know these people that use these hand sanitizers mm. all the time that our bodies are getting less normal bacteria. Yeah, because our immune system can't fight this stuff because we're using all this stuff all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'll wash my hands a little bit more than I used to, and and but but honestly, I'm a firm believer of. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. It's here, and it's not going to disappear, and so it's going to have to run its course through humanity. Like I've expressed this, you know, since we started coming back on episode fifty, I've been expressing this opinion, and that's totally true. So, you know, sometimes I'll just not worry about it quite as much because things need to take their course. And I've always had the mentality of like, why overly stress something? Like if 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 I'm in a good position. You know, I have all my needs taken care of and I'm happy and I'm enjoying my days. Like, why not just focus on that in the meantime, opposed to like all this COVID hysteria? And so one interesting fact I just want to throw out there is that um, the Vietnam War killed less Americans than COVID has. And that war was like over 10 years or something long. Yeah, I, I don't know if I believe that. No, that's true. It's a straight fact. But well, the COVID has killed more more Americans than, than Vietnam did. So, as far as, as to my knowledge, is that we've lost eighty five thousand Americans to COVID. I, I mean, I it could be close to ninety at this numbers. point. I don't know, and I don't know what the numbers we lost to Vietnam is. Do you know? I mean, I, I could. Yeah, pull really quick I know, but I mean, I, you know, again, I don't want to. I don't want to start like a huge debate. But w- what I'm trying to say is, how many elderly people? And, you know, people that have, like, you know, respiratory problems, you know, um, die from the flu or the common cold every year. You know, influenza. I mean, it's it's still a big issue in this country and nobody, we all take NyQuil, you know. Um, And again, we're all paranoid. I'm paranoid. My mom has emphysema and COPD. So does my mom, yeah. And I can sit here and say it, but I'm still, I haven't seen my mom in two months. Yeah, I haven't either. You know, because... My beliefs, there's still always that risk. Yeah, there is. You know, I don't. I don't want to go there. I don't. I don't want to. I. You know, I could be a carrier and not have any symptoms. Exactly. And I don't want to give it to you and take it to your mom. Yeah. Or you know your family or her family or anything like that. Yeah, I don't well, want that. That was one of my biggest concerns as well. And, and I, quick disclosure, I did try to search it, but like it would have taken me too much to try to find the right number. But I did. I did see that somewhere. But I totally agree with what you're saying, Jamie, because. When this thing first came out and it was happening, like I had traveled to uh, Chicago O'Hare Airport, and I know a lot of the international flights were being sent there for COVID. And so my fear was like, well, what if I'm just asymptomatic? Like, why would I want to go out and risk other people's lives? And it was so brand new. We're kind of getting used to what's happening now. You know, it's a couple months in. 
So so it's time it's time to start opening up the door again and and getting those healthy bacteria back in your body and 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 let and giving it a chance, giving your body a chance. We, we all need to have that chance to try to make humanity better for the future because if we can overcome it, and of course there's going to be casualties. There's always casualties in history of of any species on this planet, you know, due to bacteria. And it all goes back to like it's it's still illegal in this country to sell raw milk straight out of the cow. But there's they there's, have to sell it somewhere though. No, oh, they do. I mean, it's it's like switch from like family to family, or you know, they have like these farmers market. But it's illegal. Is breast Just, milk included in there? Well, not human like, breast. No, but raw, raw milk, milk from a cow is you know, and that's because of what the USDA puts in place as far as the you know Department of Agriculture says this that this milk that comes from this cow needs to be pasteurized and homogenized. Those are the industry standards. But to be able when to sell it. when were those laws put in place? That I don't know exactly. Years ago, two hundred. 200 fucking years ago. So what I'm saying is there's bacteria in raw milk that we need mm-hmm. for our digestive systems that we're not getting. And everybody's so paranoid over the... I don't know the whole story of it. I watched a thing on it. I don't know the whole story on it. Mm-hmm. So and, and I wish I did since I well, brought we, it up. We say a lot of that on the show. We're like, hey, we yeah. have a lot of opinions, but right. none of this... None of this is fact. Yeah, we're not right. experts in any of this. We're just, so say what we're we're just right. kind of thinking here. But it is... <laughs> I mean... But there are bacteria in there that, you know, our bodies could use, maybe not need, but could use to help, like, digestive system. And it's illegal still because it's just like you said, you know. I mean, it, you just got to pasteurize and you kill those bacteria. And the reason those... Okay, now, again, I don't want to fuck up you guys' show. So if anybody... No, no, like, just run with it. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody emails you guys, but there, there's, there's something there... That, you know, hundreds of years ago that they, the reason they did that is because, you know, milk was so, it was like beer back mm-hmm. in the day. I mean, kids were drinking beer because there was no clean water drink. Yeah. So, I mean, when we were developing this country, our shit and piss and everything we went down the drain was going through everything. Well, people were getting sick, so they were yeah. blaming, you know, I don't know, I, I, I watched something, you know, raw milk isn't bad. I mean... Not every, you know, virus or bacteria is bad. Sure. You know. Yeah, I mean, the same goes like eggs, right? So we, everyone's heard the salmonella, but people have been doing raw eggs in their, in their protein shakes in the morning for years. Rambo did it. Mm-hmm. Rambo. Or, or, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, not Rambo. Uh, Rocky. Sylvester. Rocky. Salon. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, sorry, Rocky. Same guy, Rambo. Um, but, Shouldn't but, have two see, shots of whiskey lined up in front of you when you're going live. Absolutely, you should. Yeah. But the thing is that the eggs now, again, like with the milk, right? So this is kind of the same thing. So the eggs you know, weren't pasteurized, they, you know, because now these eggs are so ultra-pasteurized that they heat okay. these suckers up to 145 yeah. degrees, I think it is, in order to kill off any bacteria that this egg may contain, salmonella. I mean, that's yeah. the common issue there. So is it, they still have to have that disclaimer that raw eggs are not suitable for human consumption. Yeah. But if they're pasteurized, are they? You know, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of all over the place, man. Like, you got to put regulations in place to, to make their a normal because a lot of people can handle more than others. And there's so many variations that you just have to like try to just make it stupid proof. Well, that's the thing. What needs to be regulated and what doesn't, I mean, like I said, we're, we're human beings. I mean, we adapt and overcome so much mm-hmm. and we're getting to the point where we're so paranoid about having a sniffly nose, you know, I, 
My opinion, I'm saying this is just my opinion. I think it was really easy in the last couple months for everybody to go into their doctors and have a sniffly nose and they go, okay, you got the coronavirus. I don't know why I have that paranoia, but I just don't understand why. Because I have, you know, I'm a big conspiracy guy, but I have, you know, I have this thing. You know, it just, to me, I I haven't, I, I haven't been sick whatsoever. And I work yeah. in the public every day. So, yeah, so do I. Obviously, I'm in the grocery business. Yeah, so. yeah but aren't you required to wear a mask? I'm re- I have no choice. Yeah. I have to wear a mask. Now, my work is not required. But if I go to a vendor that is in Denver. Yeah, I was going to say, if you yeah. go to Denver County, you have right. to. Right. Yeah. And I will respect that. Like you said, I'm yeah, not trying to disrespect store, anybody. Yeah. You know, because I said we all have family that have medical issues. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. Yeah. But if I'm in Aurora and somebody's yelling at me because I'm walking through Lowell's looking for a nut and. You know, for a bolt, because I'm working, because I'm an essential employee, and they yell at me for not wearing a mask when they're buying wood chips to fix their yard and explain to me how they have a sick husband at home. Well, if you have a sick husband at home, you should be at home. You shouldn't be buying, yeah. buying wood chips. Fair yeah, enough. I, I, I would I agree, with that. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, if you're that concerned about getting sick and your loved ones, then maybe don't leave your house. Uh, I mean,. Well, especially if they're in a high-risk situation. I mean, yeah. if this individual is like, look, my, you know, my, my husband or my spouse is dealing with COVID right now or they're showing symptoms of yeah. it, you probably shouldn't be out and about in a public place like that. Well, I agree. And, and COVID schmovid, you know, we've all <laughs> fucking talked about this shit to death. Um, I did put some would-you-rathers together for you, Jamie. All right. Excellent. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you for changing because, um, and this Because this one's kind of a little, kind of a little in this. Um, so would you prefer, Jamie, to live in a post-apocalyptic... It's apocalyptic for whatever reason. He's using really big words. You're going to have to look these words. Post-apocalyptic or live in in the caveman world. So basically, you're either living like before humans like developed agriculture or you're living after a a fictional scenario of, of, of society ending. Which would you prefer? Well, again, I'm I'm kind of a dumb word person, so I'm I'm going to think of camping. <laughs> I hate camping. Yeah, I don't like camp because I don't like sleeping in the cold. I don't like sleeping in tents. I can verify that. I've tried to get into camping for yeah. twelve years. Never happened. So, um, post-apocalyptic. I don't so, know. So, so let's say that like uh, the vi- like the virus killed like seventy percent of humanity. Okay. All right. Or, or like nukes went off and like. You know, there's only pockets of area where there's not nuclear radiation. It's not quite like I am legend or, type shit. So would I rather live, would I rather want to live in the end of the world or before caveman? Yeah, but came? you're born after the post-apocalyptic event. And, and you're like raised in that world of po- of, of like pre- of post-society and or you're living in a well, world how would I know what, agriculture. How would I know any different then? No, that's why, but you know right now. Um... So it's basically like before agriculture or after uh, a, a society-ending event. I would have to say the caveman thing. Yeah? Yeah, because I don't know. I mean, because, again, that's, that's kind of like I, I look at it kind of like a loaded question because I know what it is right now, and I don't want the world to end. Who wants to do that? I mean, I don't want to lose my bars, you know, <laughs> you know but I would really love to be there when we invented fire so we don't have to eat rare steaks. I don't like rare steaks. Yeah. You don't like rare any kind of meat. I don't like rare any. Yeah. 
You don't, I mean, not you don't even, like a little pink in the steak? No. He wants no, he's a no pink kind of guy. I learned no, that. I want I my food cooked. One of the first We times. evolved for huh. thousands of years. We, we found fire. So we wouldn't have to fucking eat a fucking... But so let me ask you this then. So why is it that you don't like any sort of pink in your meat? Is it... Are you afraid of getting sick or you just don't like the taste? What is it? I don't like... Okay. When I was a kid, my mom made a roast one time. And my dad is a well-done, medium-well well. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad's the same way. And she sliced this roast up. It was like a holiday or something. It was like a holiday roast or something yeah. like that where you don't kill it. Like a prime you know? rib or something yeah. like that. Well, she cut this thing up and she made mashed potatoes and corn and all this stuff. And she flopped it on my plate and there was like this pink stuff. And it mixed all up in my mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes aren't supposed to be pink. Did it make all the mashed potatoes? That's pink? gross, dude. Yeah, bloody That's potatoes. Gross. Yeah. Uh, and so ever since you saw pink potatoes, you were like, no. Yeah, it threw me That off. was the end? But what that, if that, you don't it. have potatoes on your plate? Will you still eat something no. with pink in it? No. Because no. whenever I cut into something and there's like a pink or a red like juice thing, running, it, it reminds me of pink potatoes. Huh. So that's what did it for you. Yeah. I didn't. I, I, I just learned something about you, Jamie. I knew you a long time. Because I still remember one of the first times you came over to my... Solo apartment. After well, you guys, you're, you're like lop the fucking horns off it. You, you and Damon and whoever else are. You guys are like, you guys make a fucking hamburger and it's still fucking cold in the middle. That's gross. I mean, I don't know about that. That's, that's gross. That's of, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not nice when it's cold in the middle. I, I do like there to be some pink. I'm more like a, a medium. Well, I just don't like, understand what that does. Medium. What does that do? I like a burger. Is that, medium. Is that medium? So, so there's different proteins well, here's in, in completely uncooked meat. So so I've I've seen these things where it's like healthy if you like sear a steak Arthur, just we're, on the we're friends right now just right? on the outside with coconut we're, we're oil. friends right you just yes you're, you're, you're and then you eat but there's different we're proteins. not we're none of us look like we're eating healthy so I don't want to hear about proteins and anything like that we're talking about raw meat. True. That's so, true. I mean, no, but there's proteins in that, man. But there's again, different proteins. You still didn't answer my. So, is it you're gnarled out by the juices, or is it the fact that you think you're going to get sick, or you don't like the taste? It's just gross. It's not cooked. It's just not cooked. It's the thought of it. It's I want it cooked. Yeah. If if I, I don't like if I eat into a like a hot wing or something like that. I would rather have a dry hot wing Oof. than like a soggy hot wing. Does that make sense? Well, with chicken and pork, I'll give you that. Chicken and yeah. pork has to be cooked. I ain't fucking around with that shit. Yeah. Well, of course. We, we, we all agree on that. But even with a steak, I mean, I'm not a big steak eater anyway because I don't like, you know, using 14 different utensils to eat my food. I'm a lazy eater. I just want to chew my food. Shovel well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to stick then, a like, fork off of and go, up. oh, my God, and cut in and go, oh, my God, this is fucking perfect. You know, I... But that's that's n- the joy of life. No, 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 no. I'm. Uh, we went there to eat. <laughs> but that's part of the. You know, you, you got to finesse the cut. All oh, the dude cut felt good. You take the it finest steak, take it. the finest steak, grind it up, and put some A one on it. It tastes just like a steak. I, I don't I know, care what anybody I know, but there's a satisfaction to like, oh, that smooth steak. You're like, oh, I'm barely pushing this knife down. It's cutting like butter. I oh, still I'm have not had know? anybody make a steak that you can cut with fork. No, never no, once. No fork and a knife. Did I say fork only? No, I'm just saying. Oh. I'm a lazy eater. You want well, to well, if it's in. super yeah. well done, then you could probably just fork it and like and like rip it apart. I mean, you probably could fork it. Fork a steak. steak. Are you gonna fork a steak, Jamie? I don't eat steak. I don't, I'm just not a big fan of it. I feel like you're missing out, bro. I do. Because that's, I mean, taking your logic you just said, that's like taking a hamburger, right, and then just hawking off pieces of it and eating it with a fork. 
It's kind of how you're describing it. Like, yeah. because you want to shovel it in. That's you the perfect steak, yeah. You don't want to just eat the hamburger cooked and just shovel it in, right? No, I want to eat a hamburger. Well, then that's meatloaf. Just eat meatloaf. Dude. I love meatloaf. I love meatloaf. I just had a I meatloaf sandwich <laughs> early, dude. I made oh, meatloaf, meatloaf like... sandwiches? Bomb. Yeah, yeah. Do you do it cold or do you heat it up? I got some upstairs. We'll we'll figure it out afterwards. I think we're going to eat that after the podcast. I, 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 I would love to cut a sliver off of that. I'm try. telling you, it's going to be the mess. meat. There's no steak. That will top my meatloaf. And I say this, man. Love meatloaf. Every every birthday, I ask mom for meatloaf. She's like, "What do you want, meatloaf?" Mama's meatloaf is my favorite. Yeah, it's good, dude. Meatloaf, mashed potatoes with gravy and oh, corn. It's so uh, good. It's that's so good. that's a, that's America. That's oh, me. that is freedom. You just right throw there. some peas or some green beans in that mix too, yeah. or some, uh, some yeah, any kind fish. of vegetable. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so, so you're going, you're going caveman ages. You're, you're going before agriculture. I would do the caveman stuff. Okay, yes. so, so that's interesting. How about you, Kev? I would have also have to go caveman. I, I feel like it just it was a simpler time. Things were a lot simpler. It was like here, here's what we need to do. There wasn't this yeah. complexity, you know, post-apocalyptic. Grand- yeah, zombies and zombie dogs and shit running around. But yeah, I mean, granted, we probably have the tools, resources, and knowledge to survive in a post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I would probably excel in a, in a caveman situation. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter both of that. I'm going with the post-apocalyptic because it'd be really interesting to be like, you know, stumbling across these these relics of old cities and all this infrastructure and being like, wow, what was this before? And 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 the tools available to be able to build stuff and and you know, kind of you know, move forward. You'd have more to play with, and then you'd have this rich, rich history to dive into as well. See, so, so I'm I'm saying I, that because that'd I, be fun. I'm looking at that like you'd have more to dive into because you knew what history was. Because, so you're like, okay, we need gas or yeah. we need electricity or we need fire. Or we need it. Caveman, dad, they didn't know shit. Well, so, so honestly, the caveman life would probably be more peaceful. It, it would probably, I mean, who am I to say while, while they're like, you know, having women their way and dragging people by their hair and brutally beating each other for supreme. Like it was probably not peaches and cream by any means i mean back in the caveman days we always seen that movie right caveman whatever it was they didn't know if they should do their women doggy style or traditionally i thought that was the the christians no no no. it was in the movie oh it was in the movie (laughs) well wouldn't the caveman just do it whatever way well no the cavemans were always doing it doggy style because that's how they was thought it was and then one caveman lady was like oh no from a different tribe she's like no we can do it like uh what do they call that uh missionary missionary yeah. yeah missionary was the common position so when do you think so okay that's an interesting point so go did the caveman invent doggy style do you think dude dude the, the monkey i'm pretty like, sure mission, the monkey, I, it's been i'm pretty sure before humans were well it, it had it came from doggy right so the dogs did it well no well i think we just called doggies i, I think doggy style was the original way of humans having sex I'll huh. say that it's one of my favorites. I've seen that movie, Caveman. I'm telling you. I don't think I've seen it. Interesting. So I'm going uh, post-apocalyptic. You guys are both going. <laughs> you guys are both going, Caveman. <laughs> you know, the air would be cleaner, Caveman. It'd be a, it'd be a more like you know, all, what's this mystery? You'd kind of just be more or less living in that time, maybe a little more peaceful. Post-apocalyptic. I'm going post-apocalyptic. I'm sick of Caveman. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's all interesting, though, man. The of course, I gotta stuff, admit, I never, it'd be dude, like I always pictured you as a rare steak eater. What's going on? No, with that, man? No, no, kinda... no, 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 no. Oh, dude, this. Let me tell what you. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell a story no, no, real no. quick. This dude drinks whiskey and stuff. Like, come on. Yeah, but that's a stereotype. American. Right? He is. Yeah, but he's whiskey's a, done. He's an American. It blood. ferments for a long time. <laughs> Jamie's one of the most hillbilly motherfuckers I know, but that doesn't mean he like. Let me tell you a story. 
First time this dude came over and I cooked him a burger, I had to put the thing back on the grill three times. Three times for him to eat it. You know, I was like, all right, that's good. He's like, no way. Back on, pull off. He's like, nah, he needs more. Third time. He was good with it. It's like, okay. And that's where I knew. If I'm going to cook that man some meat, it's got to be brown. It's hamburger. Way. Well done. Why would you want a hamburger raw in the middle? Not raw. It's not raw. It's raw if it's still, if it's not cooked. It isn't. Raw would be eating it out of the package, right? Or like just straight, like. But let me ask you this. Straight off the animal. You like sushi. I don't like sushi. I like sushi when you like like wrap a bunch of rice around and everything. You dip it in a bunch of stuff. It's raw fish, right? Okay, right. Yeah. I don't like, see, I don't like sushi. It gnarls me out. It's it's a great argument. But what I'm saying. I miss sushi. When I eat a raw hamburger, I can literally taste it. The texture is different. It's a different texture. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you could say this when you about- go eat sushi, you know what you're getting into. It's rough. Yeah. When I'm you're eating a hamburger and you want a medium well or well hamburger, you know what you're getting into. I suppose. There's nothing worse because I do like a little pink in the middle of my burgers, but there's nothing worse than when it's it's not cooked enough and not warm enough, like you mentioned earlier, in the center. Like there's something about that where I'm just like, uh, this burger could use a little extra, little some heat, some heat time. Oh yeah, temperature. I, I, I didn't know discussion yeah. combustion was a cooking show. You know, <laughs> we're we're we got chief meteorologist Kevin over here. We have Arthur, who knows what, over here, and you know, and you got Jamie that's never been. Yeah, wrong. it's it's an orga- So I guess you know it's an organic conversation. What we've always said, man. No, Jamie's the 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 guitarist the the rock star of the group man so yeah so we got to talk Foundation. about what are we going to do yeah what's the ridge runners up to guys we can what talk is about the that. ridge runners up we're going to well do i'm i'm going to buy a new gu- acoustic guitar and hopefully with you know i can't beg you but hopefully kevin and i will go out and do the ridge runners and do what we've done i, I, I think that would be because cool. that's that's the original thing that's how it all started i i think yeah i mean, you know, I mean if it's hard Locking down people for consistent meetings and, and, you know, consistent practices and coming over every single week. Like, I can see that. Like, we've talked about that a bunch of times, how it's hard getting five heads together. If you two, if a two-headed snake could do it really well, then maybe you guys slither. You know, that, that you know, that's a really good how you said that. I think we need to do it, bro. Honestly. Here we are. We're live on air. Discussion Combustion Episode 52. I think the Ridge Runners going always always been jamie roark and kevin badstone that is the backbone of this band maybe i can make a just a simple drum beat it's still kevin badstone jamie maybe i can make a simple electronic drum beat and and, and that way like i could make you guys like nine different ones that you want to use for different songs and that way you just have something that you could put in the back if you wanted I don't is, see is that possible to do that of like, course it is oh it's possible I, I it's like a rare that. steak but you know i mean we can do it we can do it uh the acoustic would probably be better yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's a matter of, but here's the thing. It, what we're up against right now is the fact that bars are not allowing live music to happen. Live music's not happening anywhere, right? It could happen no here. Way. You guys could, could mic up. We could do you it here. Could video we could do up. a live situation. But as far as the future goes, as far as yeah. what we're thinking about where the Ridge Runner is going to be in the next two years, I think that's kind of what we need to focus on. And I think number one for right now is just getting back to work. We yeah. we got to get back behind those guitars and start playing. Again. Yeah, I've, I have I've, lost all my callus on my fingers. Yeah, I, I've got to start playing guitar again. I haven't played in a long time. I mean, I pick it up every once in a while, but I mean, I used to play like an hour, hour and a half a day. Sure. And well, I yeah. can't remember the last time I played for an hour straight. I yeah. Mean. We need to get back in that rhythm, man. That's the only way we're going to get back on on track. And uh, you know, and we got good stuff. We 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 got good stuff. We got great stuff. Check yeah. us out, guys. I mean, we've talked about before. We got our stuff out there. We're on YouTube, Ridge Runners, uh, Facebook, Ridge Runners. Check us out. 
and you kind of see what Jamie and I have created with that band. And it's good um, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of good fun. Man. I know, Arthur, you're really you're really good at about talking shit about the Ridge Runners. What about you know your stuff? Who article? Yeah, yeah. Article has been a dormant uh, a rap rapper for a while now. I still freestyle, like it's still part of me. You know, I still got the mic tatted on the chest. You know, I, I guess the last beats that I produced were f- for this podcast. Um, but I would totally get into uh, songwriting has always been a passion for me. I'd be interested in writing other types of genres other than rap. It, it's just it's just one of the timing things, you know, where where I have to start dedicating that time to. So it. you guys all heard it. He's going to come out and he's going to do some Ridge Runner stuff with us. I he just cool. said it. He I mean, just we, said we've it. We've been kind of kicking that around for a while now. Honestly. We have been. We and have been. little Ridge Runner productions. We, we talk about how we're, we talk about how close we are and what great brothers we are. We haven't done shit. Yeah, we should we should make a little collab. I think we can do it, man. I think it's totally obtainable. It would be fun. It would be a good time. Collaborate. I mean, every time you bring in a new musician into the room, yeah. you know, a new creator. And everybody collaborates. It changes that flavor a little bit. It's like adding a spice to the recipe. It just mm-hmm. it changes what's going on. And when it works, it works. It well, does. And we've done that multiple times after we're done and here, whatever. You two, uh, Kevin will start doing some singing. You guys will start playing some acoustics. I'll start rapping over it. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. This long, this long, cold, hard road. I oh, traveled yeah. alone. You know, you, you know, like that whole track. That was good. I, I that was good. Remember the I forgot lo- about that one. There, long, there we go. I mean, long, we have cold, it right there. Road, Do you remember the chords of that? Because I don't. Uh, I'm sure we could figure it we out. Probably I mean, could. I mean, we could find them. I mean, new we use the same four chords every time. I'm sure we could figure yeah. it out. Don't give away our secrets, bro. We're the Ridge Runners. <laughs> simplicity is always key. That's That should be like a well-known trait, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, you just got to keep it simple, man. Yeah, for sure. So what yeah. else is there out there? This long, cold, hard road. Well, I walk it alone. Sometimes I get in the stone. Feeling, feeling something on this long, cold, hard road. Like, it, that, that was fun that night. That was fun. That was good. So I do got another one here for you, uh, Mr. Rorick. And I love your last name. I love last names that start with R. Um, the only reason he's saying this is because I told him it was lame. So, <laughs> so if you had to choose uh, bowling or mini golf? Bowling. Bowling? Hey, golf. Let's talk about, okay. Mini golf, like putt-putt. Yeah. Putt-putt's pretty cool. I didn't say it wasn't cool. Bowling over putt-putt, huh? I would rather do bowling than mini golf. Do you have the form when you when you toss the ball down? down I don't the... have form for anything. Well, I'm have, just saying mini golf, mini golf just pisses me off. It just pisses me off. Because they have like those clown things and windmill things and all that stuff. That you're like set up. Yeah. You know, they, you, have, you literally have to be like a professional golfer to go through a fucking <laughs> mini golf fucking thing. You don't have to be a professional bowler to go bowling. That, yeah. that is a good point. You don't, you don't you, have to be part of the You don't bowl the with the guards up, though. No. Okay. No. I gutter have. guards? I have. Yeah. I think my first couple times going out, I did as as a <laughs> adolescent. You know, I was a little... little <laughs> like, Can I please have the gutter guards? I was 35 yeah. before they took the bumpers down. <laughs> but hey, you know, whatever. Some bowling, huh? I think I'm going to have to... I, I do... I like mini golf, but I'm not good at it. Yeah. So, I'm not really good at bowling either, though. That's the thing. Like, I'm not a good bowler. Bowling hurts my, like, right in here in my thumb. I don't think I get pain from it. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Righty. I'm kind of ambidextrous, though. Well, what do you mean kind of? Well, I could do a lot of things with both hands, but not everything. What do you, What can you do with your left? Uh, I could throw a football. I could, can you really? I could swing a hammer. Really? Can, can you bat left-handed? I can. No, I can't bat left-handed. I can, I can drill with a, a, a drill left-handed. I can... 
any anything in construction like holding a tool in either hand, I could do all those left handed. When you open up, when you open a can, is it with your left or right? Uh, you know, I think I open it with my left. Do you they call that that's, amber, that's how amber, my girlfriend is? What do they call it ambidextrous. Ambidextrous, yeah, yeah. Not amphibious because that's that's swimming, but ambidextrous. Did I say that? No, but oh. I don't know why I thought of that. <laughs> Ambidextrously swimming, yeah. amphibiously. Well, I guess because if you're a swimmer, I feel like I would always go right hand first on the on the overstroke, right? Yeah. So, so I would, I would breathe on, on my. So right So you would shoulder. go left first. Well, I breathe on my right shoulder as, as I turn my head to the right. Well, you can turn it both, right? You know, it's just been one of those things growing up where I'm like, I want to be able to kick with both feet. I want to be able to do this with both hands. Like, so, so I've tried my whole life. Like, it's something I've put effort in to be, you know, make sure An that my left hand, make that sure that my left hand isn't squandered by my right. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I'm going to tell you this. I can't I'm... write with the left. Though. Oh, God. I can't do anything with my left, I don't feel like. I can't do shit with my left hand. No. no. I've I'll... tried to whack off my left hand. It's exciting because it's like, you're just kind of like fumbling around. But, yeah. I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah, I haven't had a lot of success with that. I've attempted it maybe probably about 13 times and I haven't done real well with it. So I think I 86 that idea. But <laughs> as far as left hand dominant goes, I don't think I do anything real good with my left. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I do some real good things on the putt-putt thing, man. Left-handed? No, no, not left-handed, but I'm going putt-putt over bowling because it's a lot of fun for me. I love the geometry behind it. I love the angles. And like you saw it a couple times, I'll walk the course prior to shooting I'll just walk the whole little thing and plot it out. Dude, I got two holes in ones last time I went. Did you really? Yeah. It's a fucking putt-putt golf. Dude, and the hole in one is awesome. Not, it's, it's not like great. you don't even get a ribbon or any like like toy tickets or anything. No, but when you plot it out and you're like, okay, toy tickets. the angles. Yeah, like, you know, like the tickets. Oh, set, yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Like ski ball. Shooting that hole in one is something that's satisfying for me. More yeah, but putt putt, you could bounce it off like forty-seven different things. You just hit it really hard and wait until it falls in the fucking hole. I know. You know. I know. I know. Well, all you do there's there's more strategy there than tossing a, a heavy ball down down a wood a wood uh, floor, right? Like there's more strategy. I don't know. No, That's probably I don't, up I don't think so. Because really? they pretty what? much give you arrows well, you on the disagree. dude. They well, give you arrows on the lane where to throw the ball. On putt putt, I'm no, no I'm bowling. I'm bowling. Yeah, so there's no strategy. No, that's there what is I'm strategy. saying. There is strategy to bowling. It's all about the delivery, right? Parker Bone the third was one of the best bowlers. Man, he'd get up there and just rip that thing and who? Pitch. Who? Yeah, who? I'm a Parker Bone the third. Parker Bone the third. Look him up, guys. PBA champion. What? I'm telling you right now, Parker Bone. And I'm gonna tell it. you why. Well, it's not real important why I know that. I must but. come on right after NASCAR when everybody's napping. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's watching NASCAR. <laughs> the funny thing about that is, is Jamie's that close to right about that. Okay, so I'm gonna give him that. That's funny. Um, no. So anyway, this guy get up there, man, and he would let a rip tater chip, and he would get up there and just get her done. You know, it's all about the delivery. You know, these guys that don't stick their fingers in the ball and they can they can hold it a specific way and curve it down the lane. Yeah. You know, I can't do that. When I do that, the fucking thing goes three lanes over. I mean, so there's technique, but but is is there that much variation in what you're doing? You're throwing a ball 
down a narrow thing. Like, can you hit a strike every time, ten times in a well, row? No, I can't. But and that call so like a turkey. But or what something? I'm saying, turkey will turn yeah. be three. I think. But what I'm saying is that, like with putt putt, there's more tech, like variation there's to, to each shot. Sure, know? because there's different like, distances, like, there's different elevation changes. I get yeah. that. So it's hard to say which one's more difficult. Yeah, but than I don't the even other. know if putt putt golf is like real bulk golf. Dude, it's it's like putt putt golf. It's its own thing. You have golf, and then you have putt putt, and then putt putt golf. I know, but yeah. when you have bowling, you have bowling, and then you have bowling, and, and then you have bar bowling, which is like smaller balls and pens. Where do you do that? At a bunch of bars. Really, I've never done that. Well, I'm, we I don't do that anymore. Well, there is no bars, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. This is we're, we're so we're we're part of a genuine a generation that ha- has lived in two different realms of reality because pre COVID. And post-COVID are two different realities. And so so everybody that's alive right now, we have the pleasure of seeing two different realms of this world. It was like never again has such an instant change happened to humanity to where everything changed so drastically in a matter of like five weeks. Like it's kind of it's, – it's, it's monumental. It's, it's well, it's not the first time in history. But, I mean, but no, no, on this scale, on this scale, global, yeah. Yeah. the global reach that has not a regional thing. Global reach has had, you know, we've talked about it. It's our third week now talking about this COVID shit. Um, we got to just do what we can get back to, to get back to what is normal though. You know, normal is a, a term that is now, we want to go out. We want to go driving. We want to go to a bar. We want to go to the grocery store. We don't want to feel uncomfortable. You know, there, there's like people wearing masks. There's people not wearing uh, I mean, we want to go out. We want to be us. Sure. Yeah. You know. But the, and the, the harsh reality is like the NFL, there's not going to be fans in the stands this year. All right. That's we, we, I think we're going to have to come to that. that I, I watched some WWE because they're still running and it's just. Uh, it's weird. Even watching it. NASCAR. Just with no fans in the stands. It's a fact. It was like a little different seeing that. Like NASCAR. The energy was way different. NASCAR is back. My dad just texted me an hour ago that we're racing. So what NASCAR is doing is they went back Sunday night. Um, or Sunday, and they're running Sunday, Wednesdays now to catch up on those races. No fans in the stands, social distance, all that shit. So NASCAR is running currently as we speak, so I need to check my fantasy lineup. So they probably didn't lose a lot of people in the stands. Yeah. 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 Mid-show, he's like, I got to check my fantasy. This is important, guys. I need my fantasy points. You know, you can respect it. So, yeah, we're racing right now, guys. NASCAR, Darlington, we're 90 laps into this race, um, and I am running P3 on points. So... Just want to check that real quick. But, um, so there's not a lot of like when you watch TV, there's not a lot of fans missing. Yeah. When what it comes do you mean? To, well, no, they're all missing. When it comes to NASCAR, no one's in the stands. There's no fans in the stands, Jamie. So how are they fucking racing, dude? It's all television. They're, they're, it's all it's all television. So they're just going around. Oh, they're going left and 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 left. Well, they yeah, they and nobody's cheering. But they would have done that if there was fans there. <laughs> yeah, they race the same just without the presence. It's the same track. <laughs> yeah, there's just no one. I'm there. trying to fire you up no, right now, you know, Jamie. This is trying. This, this dude is trying to get your goat over here. You know, sometimes you're pretty good. This guy constantly is hitting on my girlfriend whenever she comes over here. She is pretty cute. And, and you know what? I, I know Jamie's not being serious, and and I love Jamie, and, and I. But it's it, it's fun. It's fun. Meredith, I'm yeah. single. Hey, so. hey, she's not. She's she's taken. <laughs> it, these are the kind of things that happen. This is the kind of brother yeah. brotherhood we have here amongst these guys, and but it's, it's it's fun seeing my girl's reaction to some of that stuff. Sometimes she's like, "Huh? Like, because why are you hitting on me in front no, of?" No, it, it's it's truly like, fun hilarious. just hanging out with you guys. I mean. The fact you guys have me on here babbling my stupid stuff for no, 
the third time. You know, for I mean, it's important for our viewers and, yeah. and listeners to understand how important you are to this. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm very proud of you guys. Like I said, I I remember when you texted me or called me and said, you know, Arthur and I are doing this thing on our cell phones. Yeah, I mean, you and guys went a long way. I mean, you guys are killing it. And I your mean, immediate response was, "Why aren't you doing it here?" Well, you know, and so we immediately took that in consideration and said, well, "We're moving DCPC down right. to, you know, the Ridge Runner Studio." Yep. And and here we've come a long way. Every Wednesday, guys, when when Arthur and I are here producing these episodes, Jamie's in the back. This is his home. Right. This is his home that we have, you know, taken a into, yeah, taken a large portion, basically half of the studio into yeah. DCPC in order to do this. And uh, I don't think any amount of gratitude w- w- would go far enough to. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're, 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 we don't normally drink on, on camera, but you know, right. cheers. Yeah, cheers I, to that, I think man. it's too right. important, you well, know, to to include. I, I'm just say, I'm just saying that there's just like you know you guys you know you guys are like way overthinking that part of it. Cause no, I don't think so. We were here anyway, you know. This, so. But this, oh, this, he's so humble. This guy is. No, like, I'm serious. We were here he's anyway. Like the big mama bear that's just wanting to give babies milk. Like he's so humble about this whole studio <laughs> thing. Like he just, Jamie's the type of guy that <clears throat> he rides a bike and like you know drives a big truck and gets dirty during work. Like he's kind of like a little scary to some, right? Like he's not scary. Oh, he's so scary. But like. But once you get to know him, man, this guy is—he's such a—he's got a heart of gold. He's such a family guy. Like I wouldn't call you a, an adopted dad, but I'll everybody's going to want to kick my ass. You're more of like an him. adopted uncle to me. I'd say uncle. No, he's a brother. He's uncle. A brother. <laughs> you got some ears on me. Bro. Uncle. What am I supposed to say? What about? He's a brother. I said this before we started recording. He's like uh, a grandpa I never had. You saw me grow up, and I saw you get older. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Arthur. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that, but uh, I mean, I mean, you're looking good though, man. I like well, bottle well, of wine though. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, I think I think it's important to have Rockstar Rourke a part of this. You know, the Ridge Runners, we're doing our thing, um, and having Jamie here on the show has, has been pretty cool, man. You know. So is that something you guys came up with, the Rockstar Rourke thing? No, I've called you that for. I kind of like since that. we got into nice this fucking Rockstar shit. Rockstar Rourke, that just works. I, I don't remember ever hearing Rockstar. Oh, Rourke. dude, I've called you that for a minute. Really? You just don't pay attention to me very much. And that's, you know. Roaring Rockstar Rorick. That's a lot. It's just getting longer and longer. Hell yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. You're our first three-peat guest. It's good for you to finally get on camera so people can see your face. You know, go back and listen to those old episodes. If you haven't, uh, check out Jamie on those episodes. I don't know the numbers just off top. Just look for Jamie R or Jamie Rorick. You mm, will find them. They're definitely in there. Um, man, Kevin, Kevin's preached it a couple times. You're a pillar to this podcast. Everybody out there should know it. Like it wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't so the support of our friends and family. You know, everybody stay safe out there. Like, you know what I gotta say, man. Believe in achieve your goals, people. You know, we only got a certain amount of time to do this in this life. It's limited. I don't know if you believe in reincarnation or not, but like we got this time right now, and we can I, we can make it what we want. I appreciate you guys having me on here to babble for the third time on camera this time um i love you guys and like you said you know we're family and you know i, I don't even know what to say i'm very proud of you guys you guys are killing it well again it, it takes it takes a village to raise a child and dcpc we we've all adopted as our child and uh, everybody has their hands in this mm. and it's, it's a jamie's a huge part of the success of this podcast and it's important to have money and he's going to be a repeat four or five six uh, repeat yeah, guests. No, yeah he's part he's part i of had it. nothing to do with it you did. thank you you did 
You know, so, so don't don't cut yourself short because honestly, guys, it's true. It wouldn't be possible without Jamie. So it's always fun to sit down. With. Great guy to have a beer with. Love this guy to death. Be sure to follow us. We are the Ridge Runners. Uh, if you're in the Denver area, we're gonna play some music for you, and it's gonna be fun, man. I just hope that uh, we can get things kind of somewhat back to where it was. You, know? you guys are gonna have to have a digital presence. We might have to do that for a little bit. Videos weekly instead of band practice on Thursdays. It's it's video recording of band practice on Thursdays. We might have to do something yeah. like that. You know, and, and and before we go, I do want to ask you, Jamie. I think that the shit show, because let, let's not forget the shit show yeah. podcast, guys. Yeah, Jamie is a host of his own podcast. The shit show podcast hosted by Jamie Roark right over here. There's no reason why this exact studio with all this equipment, you can't change this to the shit show logo mm-hmm. and host this podcast. Yeah, yeah, but I've said this a million times. I need you guys to help. I don't. I don't know how yeah. to do this stuff like you guys. I can talk, but I don't know how to run everything. So well, we can make that work. But yeah. I do feel like the shit show should continue running out of here. The equipment's here, mm-hmm. um, so that's something we can look forward to in the fall, winter of, of 2020, 2021. I think everybody just needs to focus on discussion combustion. That's what I think. Well, we, pre- we certainly appreciate the promotion there. <laughs> there are episodes of the shit show out there. If you search it, there's some good ones. Yeah, yeah. And that's the title of, of the podcast. The is, shit show yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, you'll find it out there. And uh, a lot of fun, man. Always good. Jamie, I love you, man. Yeah, Jamie. Thanks I love you, man. too. I mean, like, again, all I can say is, like, if you guys want to listen to a podcast, this is the podcast to listen to. I love you guys. I mean, and thank you for letting me come on three times. Um, I mean, peace out. I mean, you guys are fucking fantastic. Thanks, man. You heard it from the Don. You heard you heard it from the studio owner, man. We do this shit right here in his home. You know, the man's usually sitting upstairs watching on Netflix, you know, hanging out while we're doing this. So um, it takes it, it really does. It takes the family to make everything work, and we're very appreciative of that. And we're very appreciative of the support that we have here at Discussion mm. Combustion. So be sure to follow us on all social media platforms, discussioncombustion at gmail.com. Um, you know, hit us up, guys. Tell, tell us what you're thinking. Get at us. Make the rest of the week how you want to make it. Just take that one moment out of, out of your day to just think, how do I want it to go? And and do your very best to, to think of the small things that will help that, that goal be achieved. Because I swear, every single day I wake up, I, I think to myself, like, I'm going to make this a good work day. I'm going to make it a good day. I'm going to I'm gonna accomplish goals. I'm going to overcome problems. You know, it's constant battle. And, and these trying times, we could get a little depressed being inside all the time. So... Just try to take a couple minutes, three minutes to yourself a couple times a day just to remind yourself of the path that you want to be on and, and make sure that you have people that support the path that you're walking. It's crucial. You know? It's crucial. To I want to say one people. last thing before yes. I let you guys go. If you have a handful of fen- friends and family, you have everything. You're rich people. That's oh, right. Yeah. So. That's right. And that, and that applies. Thank to you, guys. You thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. And to echo that point, Jamie. Uh, look at the Ridge Runners. One of the lines we have in Going Home, one of our first songs that we wrote together, is "Family and friends make you the richest man." Yes. And that's a point that needs to be echoed week in and week mm. out. And re- you know, you you are what you surround yourself with in this world. So if you don't have friends and family, the way I see it is you're a broke man or a woman, right? So surround yourself with great people. You don't need things. You don't need money to make you happy in this lifetime. Mm. Kevin Badstone, Arthur Raw, Ridge Runners, Discussion Combustion. Check it out. Check it out. We might have to have Jamie do the ad reads. That was pretty good. Oh, well. So, all right, guys. We're signing off. That's it for episode we'll 52. Uh, another good one in the books. We'll see you back here next week. Check us out. All the links will be down below in the YouTube video. Appreciate all the support. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks.